rising, grand rising. I hope everybody is divine. Um, it's Get Bodied Friday. Dun -dun -dun -dun. I'm actually going to start to get sound effects on Fridays. <laughs> um, and I love it because whenever I open the room on a Friday, people randomly just appear on the stage. <laughs> and today it's Anita's turn. Woo! Miss Anita, how do you feel? How do you feel, girl? When you come in early, you just land on the stage, but it's so funny because it only ever happens on Fridays. It's really funny. It is hilarious. And so I love it. So if you're new to the room, Grand Rising on Fridays, we talk about getting bodied. Um, and what do I mean by that? You basically get to come to the stage and you share if you have bodied the week or how the week has bodied you. And we pick sticks live and we just have a really cool, open, honest, transparent conversation. And it's Friday, so it's time to get bodied, people. What This week, the reason why I've actually called it Get in the Room and Get Bodied is because I'm realising that as we come to the end of this month, it's not the end of the month, but the end of the month within the Elevate space, and it, we have a theme each month, this theme for this month has been influenced, and I've realised that you've got to be in the room. You've got to be in the game to be able to have some influence over it. You've got to, people have got to be in the room of your life, right? To be able to have impact, inspirational influence on you. And so when we talk about body in something, when we talk about like going hard and not hard as in we have to be doing the most, but when we really talk about shifting and changing we've got to be in our lane to do that we've got to be in the room we've got to be in the space to create the change right we've got to be in the mentality to make the difference we've got to be in the spirit to feel good right so I really hope that we are starting to understand that when we are a spectator nothing gets done but when we are in the midst of it, when we add something, when we're, when we're giving, I'm loving watching Sandra's journey through the Shape the Rooms. And I really believe that she's elevating and growing so much because she's just willing to give something as much as she's taking. She's willing to be like, yes, I applied that. Yes, this happened. Yes, that. And it's one thing that I say that we have to encourage our children to be, to get from the back of the classroom, to get from just listening, one thing, both of my sons, by the grace of God, are quite intelligent and academic, as well as they are very talented and sporty and artsy. And with their intelligence, when they do their exams and stuff, the teachers are like, oh my God, you know, they got the top mark or whatever. And then they go, but can you just encourage them to ask questions? Because they just sit there, I guess, and they just take it all in. They don't really put their hands up. And I said to them, one thing I've learned about this world is certain times, you got to ask the question. You got to put yourself on the stage. You got to put yourself in the room because the perspective changes. Not only does your perspective shift, but the perspective around you shifts. The, the people who are the room shakers, the people who are shaking the rooms in life, period, the people who are having a difference in this world, whether good or bad, they have to be in the room. 
We know about what they're doing. And don't get me wrong, it doesn't have to be loud movement. It can be silence movement, but it's movement. And in order to create movement, you gotta be in the room. So please, like I always do, guess what guys? I'm inviting everybody up to the stage. If you've sat in here week in, week out, and you haven't come out and got body, come, let's go. And it could be a great thing, you know? I've picked different sticks this week. Don't be shy. We learn so much from your stories. We learn so much from what you're applying. We learn so much from what you've got to say. So if you're available and able to speak, don't be shy, come to the stage, contribute to the room because it makes all the difference. And we're about to kick off this room today with Miss Anita. Miss Anita, welcome to the stage, Grand Rising. <laughs> so tell us, have you bodied the week or has the week bodied you? Um, Grand Rising, everybody, firstly. Um, this is my first time like I've been like put on the stage. I feel like I've been set up back. I'm saying that as love. Um, it's a setup, good. It's a real good setup. I don't like you. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, this week's been a bit strange, really. We've been doing, you know, for the, our month's been on, on Crazy Faith, and I kind of always say this. I, I found this last two weeks quite hard. I've had a great week in terms of I've had some really good wins and things that I've kind of been working on. So I've had some great wins in terms of um, work for my own personal business, um, some wins in terms of doing things that I've had fun, laughter, and joy in. Um, last week, um, conversation with the other person I don't like. Is she in this space? Yes, she is. Um, I said it's a lot of animosity. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, and it's just quite interesting about sort of things that kind of block us. Um, and one of the things was um, around relationships, relationships with my dad. Um, I'm not ready to kind of talk about that yet, not yet. Um, but in terms of faith, um, I've always attached my faith. And again, this was a realisation sort of last week into this week that a lot of the things that I have done in real faith have been as a result of being hurt. So, for example, um, when I was in a relationship and things went wrong, you know, I was cheated on. I'm like, right, I'm jumping, I'm out of this. When I was in a job, that things weren't going wrong, I'm like, right, I'm leaving, I'm not putting up with this. So, a lot of the things that I've done in faith, um, I, I've done from a place of hurt. Um, and, I, and I wasn't fearful, I didn't even think about it. Um, and I hadn't up until the conversation. I probably sound really garbled, but it's kind of making sense in my head that um, what we do in faith, I sort of thought, mm, not, I don't really take really big risks. And then when we had the conversation from last week's one of the audios we listened to last week, I thought, well, actually, yeah, I have done things in faith. Um, but then when I sort of started digging deeper, that's when I came. To the realization that the thing, the biggest things I've done in faith has come from a place of hurt or stress or pressure and that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, I kind of that's kind of where I'm at at the minute. Although I'm really loving it because it's really brought a whole different sense of 
awareness in terms of faith. And I, I also, before that realisation, I kind of always attached faith to, like, religious beliefs, like, oh, it's going to be something religious and stuff like that. And there is an element, obviously, God, the Almighty, you know, he's first and foremost, but I've kind of always attached faith to more religious beliefs rather than just believing, if that makes sense. So, yeah, it's been a bit of a journey, this one, for me. That probably, I don't know if that sounds garbled or makes sense to anyone else. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at at the moment in terms of where I am. I love it. And I love it so much because when you spoke and you said, um, when I've done most things in faith, I've done it from a place of pain and instantly your throat croaked instantly. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. And then you went on and you continued to talk and then you said it again. And you said, just like when I got hurt, so I jumped out of the relationship and as soon as you said that your throat croaked and then you said um and so when the job where it didn't go right I jumped out and your throat croaked again <laughs> oh, God. did anybody else hear that anyone else on the stage did you guys hear that oh they didn't hear it Anita I was like oh this is juicy what does that mean what does that mean miss daniela have you come up because you've heard it yes i did and my instant thought was oh honest anika Mm. where have you been we've been waiting for you we've got people in the audience saying yep they heard it they heard it they heard it and we've got one person saying they fully heard it but you don't like them And I find what's interesting about that is I was picking a stick as you started to speak. And I've gone back to the first original sticks that was ever created. The first original pack. Guys, I'm picking the sticks that have got paper on them today. And I love it. And what I picked was, it's a yellow stick, by the way. It's a yellow stick. And what does our yellow chakra tell us about ourselves? Oh, my God, guess what? Oh, God, when did you get up here? Oh, God, girl, girl, guys, she's in the building. I picked a stick while Anita was talking. Guess what colour it is? Is it yellow? It's yellow. Oh, Anita. Okay, I'm ready. Can I just ask a question, please? Yes. Um, this thing that you speak about, the colours of sticks and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. um, student for people that may not be aware of this can you please define it a little bit what it what you and cc are speaking about when you say yellow stick absolutely cc do you want to go ahead (laughs) so when we are talking about there's a there's the original sticks were created on different colors And originally I just put them out on different colors because they was pretty and attractive. And then I was like, oh, with further research, I was like, oh my God, these can be used in a completely different way. Because ironically enough, the colors that they were based on, and guys, this wasn't conscious at the time, they are the exact same colors of our chakras. 
So if you don't know what your chakras are, they are energy centers that are within your body. And so when you receive a message on the colored sticks, you can figure out what chakra or what energy center within you requires addressing or that that message is for. You can take the messages just as they are, but if you want to use the sticks for a deeper level, you can see what chakra the sticks are speaking to and are speaking about. And so each chakra has a different meaning and represents a different part of who you are. Um, and so the red chakra, which is your base chakra, your root chakra, and then you've got the orange, which is your sacral chakra, the yellow, which is your solar plexus, the green, which is your heart chakra, the blue, which is your throat chakra, you've got like a purple, which is your third eye, and then the one above your head is your crown chakra. Just for those people in the room, I've just named seven of them. When you really tap into your energy centers deeper, you know that there is another, there's about 12 to 14. So there's more which are above your head. So the energy centers that are outside of you. These ones resonate with the energy centers that are within you. Um, and so what I love about this conversation is we both picked a stick. And the yellow stick represents your solar plexus, which is your wisdom and your power. Mm. How do you feel when you're about your power in the last, in this week, Anita? Um, it, it, it's not been great, really, if I'm going to be brutally honest, um, and it, depending on the situation. So in terms of my own personal business, I think it's been quite good. In terms of myself, it's been quite cool. So I don't feel powerful for myself. That might sound a bit backward, but in terms of, again, this whole doing, doing, doing thing, um, it's been more up there. Um, so, yeah, not, not great, but mediocre. And it's funny, because I'll tell you what my stick says. Oh. To believe is simply not enough. We must mm. do. How does that feel? I do a lot of doing. That's why I found it interesting. Yeah. Okay. I found it very interesting because you do a lot of doing and not yeah. a lot of being. And you do a lot of doing to avoid being. <laughs> and that's why your throat is messing up and I'm honest I don't know I don't want to say I don't know how to be because I think I do uh, maybe I'm just overthinking the whole thing how often do you let yourself feel daily I think daily you feel daily or you think you feel daily? I think I feel daily, so I probably don't. You hear it? Yeah. <laughs> when the thinking is coming in before the feeling, it's a clear indicator of what you're thinking. It doesn't necessarily mean what you're doing. 
Hence, to believe is simply not enough. We must do. Doing from a practical aspect is very different to the beingness. The doingness is the masculine energy. The beingness is the feminine energy. I also picked another stick. <laughs> it's really funny because the stick is support. It was pick what you need. And in the book, it says here, at one point in my life, it was much easier to support everyone else first and put myself dead last, if I even considered myself at all. Thankfully, that didn't last long because the drained energy I experienced made me ask myself some quality questions. Why am I feeling drained? Why am I feeling empty? Why do I feel lonely? And why do I constantly feel tired and sleepy? How tired are you? I'm freaking knackered. How drained do you feel? Tired. How drained? Mm. I'm feeling very drained. The last, well, as you know, I had a sore throat and I wasn't well. I had um, aches, pains, cold, flu, whatever it was. Um, my throat is still a little bit croaky, still a little hoarse, but I am so tired, so tired. My accountability partner has woken me up more times than I care to admit on this stage, but tired and drained very much so. So when we're doing things that are really not not of our highest self, although they might look great, although they might appear to be great. For you to be feeling drained and super tired, mm-mm, that's a red flag. And this is why sometimes I get a little confused because like today I went to, well, I went to bed at like two in the morning. So I feel tired today because I've not had much sleep. <laughs> Mm. However, I know I've been tired over the last week plus. So I don't know. I don't know what it is. Anyone on the stage got anything to offer to Anita? Yes, Gyal. Glendora Gyal. I like talking to Glendora. Um, the throat from Louise Hayes. You can heal your life. Available on Amazon, must be advert, sorry. Um, the throat, it says, avenue of expression, channel of creativity. And then interestingly enough, Anita, it says, I open my heart and sing the joys of love. So when you're, when Tanya is saying, what do you feel? The chakra, the heart chakra, it allows you to go into your feeling. So then when you speak, you say, I feel, when you spoke, you say, I think, so that, that's, the, that's the clear indication in the language of where you're speaking from. So your throat, and that's why Tanya said when you were speaking, there was the croaking and there was the thing on the throat, yeah? It is your avenue of expression and a channel of your creativity, a channel of the life that you create it comes from your throat. It comes from how you express. And then it says here, throat problems. It says the inability to speak up for one's self. 
and then it says swallowed anger stifled creativity and the refusal to change the affirmation is it's okay to make noise i express myself freely and joyously i speak up for myself with ease i express my creative creativity i am willing to change and the other thing that i would say um tanya when you said that the stick said do and then anita says i'm confused because i'm doing i heard that do as discipline and the peace discipline and obedience so the do is the discipline and the obedience so that's the again the masculine and the feminine energy in the balance of the doing it's, it's like feel the reason to do as opposed to thinking i'm going to do feel the reason to do create from your doing from a feeling of doing discipline and obedience to your higher self to your inner self maybe that might be a way to go um anita does that make sense to you it does yeah sorry i'm i'm sorry because i'm i think i just over i say i think i'm not saying think again <laughs> we are we are we are where we are and, and like Tanya like says first and foremost it's so funny right because sometimes i i want to listen to somebody's clubhouse room and i press i'm so eager so as soon as the time goes i press and then i'm on the stage with, you, with american people and whatever now you're it's so funny because you're like oh my god what am i doing up here oh lord i don't know and there's no such thing as coincidence. So in, in your asking, you're, mm. you're being put in the position, like Tanya said, come to the stage to receive. I yeah. think as well, for everybody in the room, um, for those of you that might not be aware, these sticks or these um, affirmation, this tool, is Tanya's creation. So it's not like, right, she's using somebody else's thing. It's something that, that her and she wanted to help her children and they sat down and they created something. And those of us that use the product, it's amazing. So on a Friday when Tanya is picking these sticks, it's something that herself and her children created and it's helping so much people in schools, in, you know, because your energy is asking for something. So you being up here is a mathematical coincidence when two things come together so it's an asking and it is perfect that's why you ended up on the stage and actually what you're asking for you're receiving i am because this last couple of weeks have been confusing for me and that's the strongest word that i can can think of as well and i while i tiny was talking i'm like i'm gonna pick a stick and i'm gonna pick a an angel card so I picked a green stick um, and it says, don't be eye candy, be soul food. And my card today was power. So I picked the card when Tanya was, was talking, um, the explanation from her book, um, at which the affirmation is, you know, I am serene, powerful and confident. And that's the bit where I struggle with, with myself. I can give a billion percent to everybody else and I've done it throughout my whole life and that will never will change but you know through like level up and ele level up and, and elevate 
probably been the first time that I've given to myself. So I am on a journey. Um, and so some things kind of land. It takes me a little while to process. And yeah, just realise that I, I don't give to myself enough. Um, and then I kind of, something lands and then I overthink, 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 shut down, shut down. And then I'm like, okay. So yeah, I need to hear these things. So yeah, it's probably not a coincidence. Miss Karen, was you going to say something? I was. Good morning, everybody. Um, Following a a really lovely weekend, I came down with a stinking cold. And for the first time in a really long time, I have slept. I spent most of Wednesday awake. I was like a baby. Get up, eat what I can eat, go to the bathroom, go back to bed. And it's been a really long time since I've done that. I relaxed so much over the weekend. I had Monday off work, went into Tuesday, work on Tuesday. And as the day went past, I just got worse and worse and worse and got cold. And one thing that I've come out of the other side of this realising is that I don't sit down with myself enough. Anita talk. <laughs> Anita, when the cold takes hold of you, take it. I'm doing a lot of running around. I've got my son, my parents are here now. I'm working full time. I'm trying to run a relationship and I kind of look and just think, everybody's like, Karen, you've got to take time to breathe. Karen, you've got to take time to breathe. Sit down, try and relax. And I don't actually do that. And I sit down, Gary says to me, he goes, can you just sit down? And I'll always think, oh, I need to just do that. Or I need to go and do that. And the only time I actually don't do anything at all is when I go to Gary's place. If I'm in my own flat, there's always something to do. There's always somebody demanding something from me. So I don't actually get to relax. But this time, my body told me, okay, girl, that's it. I love that. I've I've actually come out yesterday and I haven't done it for a little while. And I didn't write masses, but I did a little bit of journaling, which I haven't done for such a long time. Because he's saying, yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I haven't actually done it. And I think I wrote like two pages of A5 and that was it. But I, I know I made a start. Now, my thing going forward is I don't know where I'm going to find the time again because I don't want to be ill every time I have time to sit with myself. But that sitting with yourself in the silence. My parents went out and I had about an hour and a half to two hours on my own. And that's the first time in a really long time I've been in my flat without anybody here demanding anything. And it was really, really, really nice. To the point, you know, when I had a bath and I just tried to kind of chill and relax a little bit. So I heard a lot of what you said, Anita, and I can I can resonate with what you're saying, and it and I can hear you and me. But it's either you let the, let this cold take a hold of you and take time out and just sit with yourself and let yourself grieve a little bit. When you come out the other side, like I've now I'm, I'm actually doing some work because I've got senior management coming on Monday. My presentation isn't done. I sat down with my my directors on Tuesday when I was in, I've got a few changes to make, but on Monday I've got like three, four senior managers coming from France and I've got to do a presentation. It's my first presentation to some people of that hype, but I'm not phased by that and I'm doing my little bit of work. I'm going to send it to my general manager. I know that it's going to be all right, but I just know that if I didn't have these few days, 
I don't think I would have felt quite so relaxed about doing it because I would have been at work running around making sure all the stuff at work was ready and not making sure that I was ready. So I'm just saying to you, just, you know, that cough and sore throat, I had that, you know, kind of managed to stave it off. But when it hits you, don't panic about it, don't worry about work, take the time because you will need the time. And when you come out the other side, hopefully you'll feel a little bit more refreshed and your brain will be thinking, you know, you know, are you checking with yourself? I say that I do, but I don't really. And this is the first time in a really long time that I have actually checked in with myself. Thank you. And, and, it's, it's, and, it's, and it's very, very true because I don't. Um, and like I said, this throat thing's been going on for about a month now. I can feel it croaking. Um, this has been going on for about a month now. And... Um, I don't sit with myself enough and I say I do and it'd be, it'd be for a nanosecond and then it's gone, that moment's gone and I'm rushing doing something else. So thank you for that, Karen. Um, I, I totally understand where you're coming from. And one thing, I love that, Karen. Um, and for Anita, one thing that I'm hearing, like, because y'all know I hear things that are not said, right? I'm hearing that this doingness that you do comes from wanting to be more confident, wanting to be um, more, you know, like kind of approve of yourself more, but that's not where it comes from. It has to come from inside. And so if you don't do that sitting with yourself and the reason why it's the yellow, because it's your power, it's your wisdom. And a lot of the time we, yes, we seek wisdom, but like I said, wisdom doesn't become wisdom unless it's applied. And so you've got to be able to take things in, sit with them, figure out what you've got to do with them. And the reason why it went up to a green stick where mum picked from is because you've got to be willing to move from your heart. A lot of the time we're doing things from our head alone, you know, we're doing things and there's no like, is this really what you want to do? Is this really, really, really what feels so amazing to you that you're not drained, that you're not overly tired? We give so much time to the things that do drain us for the reason that we've got to put a roof over our head or we've got to get that assignment done or we've got that deadline to meet, we've got to make that event. And we run on empty, whereas you can do all of those things on full. And so I picked, I've showed you with your sticks as well, haven't I? But while you was talking, I actually picked another stick. <laughs> and it's another yellow one. And I was like, okay, sticks. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> and it says, if you could see your spiritual CV, you would see you are all you intend to be. And I've got this strong feeling that you're looking for it outside of yourself. see it in me so just then a little voice said to me you don't believe in yourself do you yeah and that's why I asked you where's your power at yeah well it's, it's really interesting as well Anita because you said the last um few weeks it's been confusing you know me with my words so 
like Tanya said, the lots of yellow sticks showing up for you. So it shows your power. It shows your solar plex. So it's what you're putting out. It's what you're putting out. And as much as you're doing and giving, there's still somewhere where you're putting out that confusing aspect. You're putting out because in the fusing, and, and if you look at power and electricity and the fuse, there's a conflict. So the confusing, there's a conflict in what you're fusing, in what in where your power, what you're attempting. So if you was an electric circuit in the house, you would trip. And the trip would come out like a sore throat or a cold or whatever. Because there's a there's a there's a part of you that is starting to believe and there's a conflict because it's like Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm good enough or whatever the, the internal dialogue is, you know it better than me. But that's why your feeling is confusing. Because that part of you that knows you, like knows you, that knows you, that's saying, I am here, Anita. You are beautiful. You radiate beauty. It, it's attempting to come through, but there's a conflict. There's a confuse. That's why the energy is shown as confusing. You can relate to that. Yeah. Love it. I can. And just go, go forward with your powerful self, your true authentic self. There's just been a place that Elevate is giving you to rise beyond your, 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 your it's, it's not the truth. It's not the truth of who you are. Look in, look in, sis. And that's why your throat chakra is indicating it, the blue. The blue in your throat represents truth. And the reason why it's croaking, there's a, there's a part of your living that is just not the truth. And it can just be as simple as not fully accepting that, you know what, I deserve this. Or I've got this. And it's not I've got this because I'm being validated outside. No, I've got this because it's an internal belief. And when we don't have that internal belief, but we're doing things, that, that level of confusion is picked up. That level of inauthenticity is picked up, is received. And it's all it is, is just an internal battle with you. That's it. I get that. Thank you so much for being bodied this Friday. It's amazing. <laughs> Feels good, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. And, you know, just listening to what people are saying, um, I know I've got work to do. And it's that, it is that whole internal belief. I've just always, my whole life, oh, I'm going to cry. My whole life, I've just always thought, I've just got to, I don't know, just, I believe I'm getting all emotional that are coming through right now is break every chain and it's been in my head since you started speaking Anita and yeah. right now you've got break it break it break the circuit because what you've got on replay what you've been playing over and over again is not serving you in your highest and until you break this circuit until you allow yourself to break that chain we ain't moving past this and we're going to break the chain today because it's get bodied Friday break the chain I've just, I always wanted to I've just always wanted to please others. 
I understand that in you and Lita. I understand yeah. that um, when you don't think you're good enough or you're always wanting to please other people to get the validation. I always see you as a really confident and you know what you want to do and you know you have got things going on, you have your own business. But I believe that the cold is to strike you down, to sit with yourself, with your feelings, let it wash over you. It's not going to be nice. It's not going to be comfortable. It could take a while because I personally think it's the reason that I got cancer because I, I would work on it. I would do this. I would do that. And I would be doing it for everybody else except myself. And God said, what am I going to do to get this girl to sit down and take note? And he thought, oh, no, I'll give you cancer. So I'm not saying that you're going to go to that drastic way. The colds, you know, are, are a way getting you to sit down the same with Karen to just be with yourself to just listen you know listen just give yourself a bit of compassion give yourself permission to actually not be doing anything to not be trying to please people because at the end of the day you should be pleasing yourself and once you tap into that inner self of yours you watch how you start flying when you go into your one power you watch how you start to fly and all that Sorry. So it's that beautiful what you said, and um, speaking on the one power, you know, this thing, what Tani keeps on saying to us about, there's only one power, and sometimes, you know, like, it's never outside of us, so when Karen spoke about the cold, you know, and I looked at that as well, it's, it's very true what Karen said, it says too much going on at once, mental confusion disorder, small hurts, it's those little things, or a belief system like which I have, which Tanya has to work on me constantly. And because we went out on Saturday, Karen, and I come out from the one place into the call, I would have a stupidness. Get a draft. I'm going to catch a draft. So Sunday, my nose started to run, and I was like, ah, oh, come on, girl, get get to the grips with this. So there's a it also says a belief here that I get three colds every winter. Or I get a cold and I go out in the in the in the ear because my parents told me that. So it could be a belief system as well around colds. But what I would say again, I would just like to remind us all that the body, the brain, and everything is designed to experience peace, and the brains are are, are created to accept truth and to feed on truth. So when we have a conflict to that, we create disease. So when we're not at ease, when we're not at peace, we create disease. And sometimes I just want to, for me, I've had to say where it was like, oh, God made that happen. Or, you know, God says, I am a God, God of the most high God. So he gave us the ability to think, to create and to have free will. And sometimes our thinking and our choices, they create patterns in us that we're not at ease and then we create disease and we could all run our own circuit in it. So, yeah, sometimes I just want to say there's only that one power and we're choosing which end we're going through. And we are the gods that are creating this disease in ourselves. And that God in us wants us to see that and to know that. So, yeah, sorry, Tarnit, go ahead. And I just think it's amazing because as Karen was speaking, I picked sticks for Karen. Karen, are you ready for your sticks, girl? <laughs> And I also love how, um, Sorry. that's okay. 
everything is a reflection of everything because I picked you a red stick and interestingly enough it was the same stick that someone else picked didn't someone pick a stick that said don't be eye candy be soul food right this is what's so beautiful about the sticks if you didn't know the sticks have the same words but they could be on all different color sticks so my colors might not be the same as someone else colors and I believe that the colors that the words need to be on when you receive your pack is for you hers was in her heart chakra yours is in your base chakra which is red but it's the same message and I love that you two mirrored each other in what you was actually what you're experiencing but the sticks have mirrored it I've picked from my pack she's picked from her pack same message and when I hear don't be eye candy be soul food again it's this conversation of it's not about what we're doing externally it's who are we being internally it's not about where you're giving your time externally are you willing to give that time to you internally and one thing I would say to you Karen when you spoke is and you said um you're not sure when you would get the next time to be able to journal I would say to you make the time yes that's a terrible phrase for me make the time because I get up in the morning and then start running around like a mad person I don't very seldom sit and just breathe you know my son at the moment is eight o'clock is not ready for school yet so I'll be running down the corridor in a minute and saying, are you actually going to leave? Have you had your breakfast? Are you ready to go? Mm. Because you've been late. You won't go to bed and won't get up in the morning. So I don't even get that breathing time. Sometimes when I think, oh, I'm going to get up early, I'm going to do that, somebody appears in the doorway. So it's like, when do you find that? But I'm in my car, I drive to work, maybe I just need to sit in the car for 10 and minutes before I go into work. You literally. Know, I have to start getting creative about how I do it and that's exactly it and that's another thing where it's the same kind of conversation I'm having with Anita where we're being asked to move between our masculine and feminine energies we're living in an era where women have got the get up and do women can do what needs to be done but can women be can we actually be and a lot of the time we will do the most to avoid the beingness. And for me personally, I, especially when the children were younger or just when life is busy, you really go to yourself, how can you make that time? Karen, if it means, and it actually needs to be at this point where it's like, you set that alarm clock half an hour earlier. If it means that you're getting up, you're getting dressed and you're taking a 10 minute walk to be with yourself and then a 10 minute walk to sit in your car so you can't be disturbed. This is the type of discipline that is tiny, right? It's actually tiny. It can seem hard in the beginning, but it's tiny, but it makes all the difference because essentially you're going and giving to the world before you give to yourself. You know what's crazy? Before my son was born, that was me. I'd get up and I'd go for a run or I'd go for a power walk around our local park or I'd go and have a swim. I'd do a class before I go into work and there was time. And I just know that as he came along, maybe not so much when he was small because we I we got quite a good routine. So he'd be in bed at a decent hour. And I kind of, a lot of my 
thought cleansing happened when he was small. After his dad and I split up, I just had a lot of time by myself, a lot of time in four walls and churned out a lot of things. But as he's got older and as the circumstances with my family have changed, that's where I've lost that. And do you remember earlier in Clubhouse when I was going... I don't know, guys, but spirit is just telling me that we have to do a new thing with an old thing. Yeah. We've got to go back. I've been telling everybody all month, go back. And that's the maybe the routine that you've got to pick up again. That's the routine that's going to give you the shift that you require in this season. You've done it before. You can do it again. It's that time. Yeah. Anyone got anything to say to Karen? Anyone on the stage? Okay, beautiful. And I picked you yeah, in. Yeah, I might say to Karen that it's possible to join us in Elevate <laughs> and put that time in for yourself. And I'm just inviting you again. There's a space there for you. I'm trying to wake up that early. I'm not there yet. <laughs> okay. It will come. It will come, girl. Miss Dixie, did you come up to say, Karen? Yeah, because I remember um, when we did Mindset and you set us that six-minute task. I was one of the first that said, I can't do it, Tanya, I can't do it because I don't have the time, I don't have the time. Karen, honestly, because I was that person, I used to get up in the morning and give to everybody first. And the moment that I turned that round and gave to me first, it makes such a difference to your day. And I know it's difficult because we... We take on all these responsibilities that we have to do. But you know what? You have to put yourself first because you've all you've got, as well as God and everybody and the universe. But you've all you've got and you have to put yourself first because giving to yourself first is the best thing you could ever do because take it from someone who couldn't even find six minutes in the morning and now I get up at 5am. And you know what? It's crazy because I actually find waking up to log on at 5am easier than when we're logging off a quarter past five you just got to do it it's true waking up at 4 30 now is easier than than when I used to have to roll out at five and I'm um and I'm recognizing my conversation is different today I was tired and then as soon as I opened my eyes and I went I'm tired I've slept back for 15 minutes and I was like no girl you don't do that you can feel tired but you got to get up and it's just about catching yourself. And actually, Karen, as she has um, just reminded me, I will message you that six minute exercise. I call it the six minute magical morning. And it's literally like um, one minute affirmations, one minute journaling, one minute like star jumps, um, one minute, I can't remember the other two right now, gratitude and one minute of sitting in silence. And it's six minutes. And what you do is you set your timer. And when you get to that minute, you stop. When you get to that minute, you stop. When you get to that minute, you stop. And I promise you guys, if you just gave yourself those six minutes, because sometimes you might wake up late. Sometimes you might be in a rush. But if you just gave yourself six minutes, your life would start to change, literally. So thank you for that, Dixie. Mr. Claude, did you come to the stage to offer something to Karen? Or did you come up to get baddied? You're muted. No? Claude, are you there? Good morning. Grand Rising, how are you? Good morning, good morning. <laughs> um, 
I was just, it wasn't too um, necessarily Karen because I think Karen's well um, well on her way to um, what's the word getting bodied because you know she's up in the room she's up there she's talking but the one thing that I would um, say to everybody um, in the room is and that's from listening to Anita and listening to Karen is finding time for themselves you know the thing that we as we I think as well as we get older you know we put a lot of our energy into our kids and a lot of things um, our energy gets focused in um, certain directions and as you just said we've got to go back and do a, something old a little new so it's change and we had the, we had the room yesterday when we were talking to the mandem and I about change some change is good some change is bad some change is indifferent you know some people don't have a um, don't have the um, inclination to think about, oh God, I need to change or I'm doing this. But you can see, you could, if you're, cause I'm in the room listening, I can hear everybody needs a little change in their life. They've got to change, you know, and it, and one of the things in, in changing has got to be with yourself. You've got to understand that change that you need. You've got to understand that you need to change maybe the way that you think and the way we uh, haven't been thinking or what we think you know so we've got to break down certain barriers and go forth and do things a little bit different or maybe just go back take a few steps back and check ourselves reconnect with ourselves so it's about change and reconnection do you have children called Claudine and Talia <laughs> no <laughs> I love that. But then the thing what I say, and the reason why I say it, because Julie's in the room, and I can guarantee you, she's going to tell you about how when she's fine, she, well, where are we now? Um, she's been in Elevate how long now, Tanya? Uh, Julie, have you been in two months or was it three months now? Um, was it July? It might be three, three months now. Yeah. yeah. And, and in, her, in her three months, she's found time for herself where those... Um, 55, 54 and a bit years, I mean, her adult life, she hasn't found time for herself. She's always been doing, 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 doing for others, doing for uh, others. Not, and then, you know, when it comes down to it, when you sit with yourself, where's that doing for self? Where do we get, a, where, do, where do we do for self? You know, where does that ourself come into this? Because without ourself, you can't do for the others. So, you know, take time. All I'm saying to people is take time. I have a busy day. I have a God. I'm full on. I leave at six Do you take time for yourself? No. 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 Like now, I get up at five o'clock in the morning. I'm up at five o'clock in the morning. But don't mean say that I'm up um, going to do something. I just get up. I sort of like sit with myself. I have thoughts about things, what happened in the day. I try and spend time to clear my head of certain thoughts now. And I've been doing that regularly for a good few months now. Just trying you to. You should clear. join Elevate then. You should come and join Elevate. You're up at five. Everybody says that I should come and join Elevate. <laughs> but um, they, 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 no buts. But I'm the um. Come on, mate! Come on! No, 
did you not hear all that? Um, um, um. It went from a back to a um. Mm. And and it's it's really good. I was waiting for Judy to come for him because I knew she was gonna. I was waiting. I was waiting. Um, it's just that all I can say is to the ladies that you know just find some time for yourself. That's it. And the thing is, it's it's a, it's a very important message because it's not just for us. It is for men. It's for everybody. We often come into adulthood and it does start from when we have the kids or it does start from when we get a demanding job or it does start from when there's an external shift in our life. We then do not um, make the time because we just assume we don't have the time, but it's essential that we make the time. We have to make the time. And I think for me personally, a lot of the work that I do, it came from me having that awareness that uh -uh, when I had my baby boy, and I was in university at three months and from university to coming home and being a mum to doing my assignments to this and that, I was just like, oh my God, who am I? I forgot who I was. So it was like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. People do this too quick. And I had the highest dreams, the highest intentions. And it was that I'm gonna be successful, not having a baby, having a baby is not going to stop me and sometimes that run that run to that success that run to being better that run to proving people wrong that run to pleasing people or helping everybody it is a dead end run it's a dead end run whereas when you sit with yourself and you do things from a place of I'm doing this to make a difference or I'm doing this because I really want to do this. I'm doing this because I love it. I'm doing this because I'm passionate about it. That draining, that tiredness, them colds and flus, they don't come. They don't come because you're not at conflict with self. They're not at conflict. Someone in here is beating their self up real bad. I can feel it. Is it you, Anita? Yeah. I can feel it. Yes, yeah, my head. Get out of your head. I am. <laughs> Get out of your head. Guys, honestly, my body's so receptive. I will sit here and I'll be fine and then boom, I'll get a headache and I'll know someone in here is beating themselves up. Our bodies are dope. And the more that we stay in tuned and the more that we allow and like that thing what dad said, reconnect to self. Oh my God. The way that you reconnect to self, you'll reconnect to everybody else. I'm going to play a song to do a clearing real quick because I don't want nobody beating themselves up. I don't want nobody holding themselves accountable to who they were, but I want to offer you another stick that I picked for you, Karen. And it's a boss stick. And it says, because I know you're going to be making some boss moves, it says beauty is personalized to you. Embrace every line and dot called you. You know, I'll be doing that for sure. For sure, for sure. And that's it. I'm really hearing this support for you. And just before I go on, because dad did come and he did speak, I picked sticks for you too. And actually, you must have been good this week. You must have been good this week, Claude. You've been good this week, Claude? Julie, I think he's been sitting with himself this week. I'm always good. Mm -hmm. and, and I got embodied a few weeks ago, so it just sort of like put me on a, on a, um, on a high. On a, um, on a, um, you know what, on a, on a plane with my creator, that's what it done. Love that. Put me on a plane with my creator. And when 
I got bullied of well, I feel like you know, a couple of weeks. Was it last week? Was it last week? Last week and the week before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm both getting, weeks. I'm, I'm always getting bullied. I suppose. <laughs> I mean, so I'm, I'm cool with that. I um felt for a whole day that I wasn't here. Even I didn't know I was here. I wasn't here. You know, I was there traveling, talking, just walking with my my creator. You know, and I haven't done that for. The last time I can say I've done that is when my mum, when my dad passed away and uh, I had to go back to, uh, my my mum was well and I went away to bury my dad. I just felt like I've been, certain times I was in the Caribbean, it was like my body was there, but my mind was here, you know what I mean? I was travelling and then that's how I felt that day, you know what I mean? As I said, you know, I get these, um, if you ever know me, I get these times where I saw like, I've had out-of-body experiences. I travel, I just go, I take, I'm here, but my body ain't, you know, I'll have conversations with myself, with myself, sorry, and one side of my brain is having a conversation, the other side is my creator answer it, because I'll ask him a question and he'll say, well, blah, 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 I might be um, thinking on site. So when I say I don't have time, or well, I, I do have time, I have time to think, and especially over the last six weeks, because what happened was I got banned for driving for totting up points. So I had to catch the train to work and that. It's all right, it's cool. I, I, you know, why not have someone else drive instead of you drive? But for those six to seven weeks, man, the, the way the mind was and how I sat, because I didn't have to concentrate on um, anybody in front of me, anybody behind me, anybody around the side of me. All I had to do was concentrate on me getting to my destination and in between that destination was me and my thoughts me and my thinking me and my clubhouse me if i didn't want to listen to that i would listen to something else and just you know the, the way that my mind's been traveling and taking in knowledge and learning learning about me learning being in in for 10 weeks now being in um the man them and i and that is just um amazing so i'm getting bodied man i love it I love that. And we really are here for this opening up, this sharing, this clarity. We're just here for it. So the King card said, and guys, I, I'm telling you, I love these tools. It says, Dear King, being cool, calm and chilled is also a manly way to deal. How does that feel? You're muted, by the way. Being cool, calm and... That's me at the moment. This is why I love these things. I'm just taking things in my stride. You know what I mean? I love that word stride, you know? <laughs> yeah, that stuck with you, that room. Yeah, man. Oh, my God, that's my word. That's my word. I love, I'm just taking things in my stride. As I take those steps forward, you know, what comes you deal with, you know, and that's it. You know, I've seen especially this weekend just gone, you know, something kind of just flashed up in my head because it brings me back into that space of this weekend and I won't go into it deeply, but we was round by my mum's house. Well, I have to say what it is, really. We was round by my mum's house, clearing out, doing the last bit of clearing out and um, getting ready to um, get rid of my mum to sell my mum's house. And my mum's been passed away four years now, so, you know, through family, yeah different um, 
energy around family and people moving at different times. Now I've sent out a message to the family, come on, let's just get this last bit done, then we can move on from out this um, chapter. You know, so um, in us doing and moving stuff, it's just been me and my other half, Julie, and my kids been doing things. And I mean, my kids are diamonds, you know, they're diamonds, they are diamonds, and that's all eight of them. Uh, they are diamonds, and I can't take my hat off to them and give them the props that they deserve because, you know, when I'm, they know when I'm low or when I piss or I'm pissed off or whatever. Because believe me, I will be on the phone and they will hear my anger, they will hear my, they will feel my pain. And through this process, there's been a lot of anger and there's been a lot of pain. And my kids have just said, you know, they back me to the helm, they back me left, they back me right, they back me up, they back me down. So I will um, say as is, so we've been doing things, not anybody else in my family, we've been doing things. So come Sunday, uh, when we went around there, it was so, you know, I was, all I was expecting was just my kids to get in, do what they're going to do, do us, us do what we're going to do, and then we'll move on. But when I got there, there was other family members, because I'd send a message as always, I send it out to them, but they never really turn up. There was other family members there. And to say that I was shocked, I just said, thank you, God. I wasn't shocked. I just said, thank you, God. I said, thank you, God. Thank you, mum. Because, you know, I'm prepared to push and do what I've got to do to get things across the line. I'm prepared to push hard. You know, if the other people ain't, then that's really up to them. You know, I'm not going to... Um, live in the life of expecting things. I'm not, I would, where I was before, I'd walk away and have arguments. I'd have, have had, I'd have headaches. I'd get frustrated. I'd, you know, I'm not in. I'm not paying that no mind. I'm not paying that no attention. So as I said, I am cool, calm, and collected. Not collect. You know, I am collected. I am. I, I'm focused. I know what I've got to do. I know what I've got to do for the reasons I've got to do it. And I know where I've got to go. We love to hear it, everybody. Woo! And the reason why, because you was getting bodied in these rooms and for weeks it was saying, I can. It was like, get up and do what needs to be done. Get up and do what needs to be done. And I love the minute that you really landed in that place. The minute that you decided, you know what? I'm feeling to do what needs to be done. I'm feeling to do what needs to be done. The whole of everything universe gets behind you and supports your decision and that's a that's a lesson that I feel we've all got to learn we've got to start to recognize <clears throat> some people in the room I'm going to cough just checking they're in here oh they're not we have to recognize that whatever decisions we're making we're being fully supported so whether we are making decisions half arts then you know what we're getting that back or whether we are making decisions full-hearted, then we're getting that back. And the minute that we fully decide what needs to be done, everything is supporting us. So support yourself. It's going back to the same message. Support yourself. I picked you a stick and I love it because it's red, which is your root chakra, your values, your morals, your beliefs. And here's what it says. Kill them with success and bury them with a smile. Kill them with success and bury them with a smile. That's it. Anybody got anything to say to Claude? Anybody on the stage got anything to say to Claude? 
Yeah, I have. We need to stride and keep on striding. Um, I just feel when the momentum's there, to, to keep with the momentum as opposed to letting it flag. Because there's still things that I, I think, and I hate the word should, but should have been done this week. And I'm saying that because we're at the end of the week. To still keep on, keep the momentum going. There's stuff that followed on from the weekend, which you haven't done, baby. And that's down to time. Your time management, that's all it's down to. And what do you think should have been done? I think letters and bits and pieces that we needed to get together and to compile a list to then take back to um, the solicitor should have been done this week. Okay. So when, do you, when have you had a conversation with me this week to find out what I've done and what I haven't done? No, I haven't. I haven't. Oh, okay. And that's the honest truth that I haven't done. All right, well, you know what my mother's going to say? Yes, it's true. Have the conversation first, find out, and then speak afterwards. Okay. All right. I hear you. <laughs> I'm loving this. I'm crazy. <laughs> well, this is Get Bodies Friday. If you've just come into the room, I'm going to just reset the room on Fridays. We come out real, raw, hot, honest, open, and transparent. <laughs> <laughs> we are up on the stage anybody you can come to the stage at any moment we invite you to share if you've bodied the week or if the week's bodied you and we pick sticks and we just have a real conversation we offer any support and advice or anything that may be able to bless you by the way if you're not coming to the stage by being in the room guess what you get blessed too so the conversation is going to continue in just a couple seconds but before we do that yes ma'am before you put on that record, I'm, I'm here laughing with, with Julie and Claudius, and then he sent me to the toilet. Anyway, um, <laughs> the, sorry, the, the, I want to go back to Karen. Um, what was that stick again? For Karen? Which Pers one? Uh, so do you know, like Tanya says, what does she say? Personalised, and I say personalised. But anyway, um, that stick. Could you could you give it to me again, please? Oh, I've put it back. Um, I'll find it. You have to talk. However, um, Karen, the the root word of person or that part, like it says, pertaining to self consciousness. And then the part that says lies, L-I-S-E, the personalized or personalized, that word, it comes from Hebrew that says God is my oath. So I just wanted to, to actually say that Stick is saying something really um, profound to you that, gosh, what did things say again? I can't remember what this Stick said. But it says beauty personalized. And I think it's wanting you to look at your own self-value and yes it is fantastic to it's the same thing like for um anita in the same sometimes it's the validation outside of ourselves and there's just something for you karen around recognizing the god is my it. own beauty is personalized to you embrace every line and dot called you yeah so it's just the, it's just the beauty that you have karen 
from an internal perspective, from a soul perspective. And it's just a message for you in that stick that, yeah, those words sound like beauty is is, perso- is personalised. I'm saying personalised in your persona, in your personal consciousness, Karen. There it comes from the word, God is my oath. So in reality, there's there's a connection to your internal beliefs and your God center. Um, yeah, that is coming through. Does that speak to you, Karen? Yeah, it does. I don't. I think I've. Um, well, I know I've walked through life not really acknowledging how how good I am and where I am. Um, and it's taken four core people to kind of pull me through, and then the. A, lot of retrospective looking where was I 20 years ago where was I 10 years ago where was I five years ago where am I today to actually see the progression and to see the building built up in the building of confidence in myself so like now Monday like I said see you later love have a good day um on Monday I know that I'm now in front of four people who well three now that I haven't met before I'm on a management team where I'm the only female and I'm the only person of colour on that team. And I kind of look and just think, God, my presentation needs to be, and I'm the last, just look at the agenda, I'm the last person for the day that's actually got to say anything. So I know that my, I know my stuff. I need to be confident in the fact that I know my stuff, but I also have to represent myself. You know, the, there's not many black people in my company um, and to be honest, <laughs> the only other person that's there calls herself a coconut. And, you know, I just look into, in horror and just think I wouldn't even entertain saying that, especially to the guys that are here. I have to explain that. So I walk in and, I, and, I, and it's taken me a long time to get myself to the point where I really, truly believe that I am capable of doing this and then some. So I, I hear what you're saying. Um, and I do, yeah, I just, I hear it, I hear it. I just need to just take that little bit more of belief because it's just pushing me just a little bit more. I'm in a little bit of a, <clears throat> it's just slightly outside of my comfort zone. Once I've done Monday and I know that Monday's gone film, I'll start to sort of add another building block because, you know, you've done it. But my presentation is done. I did my presentation earlier in the week, a few tweaks. I know what I need to say not a problem it's not going to be difficult you know i know what i'm talking about they ask me a question i've got the answers in my head i don't even really need to write them down even though i have so yeah i think also what i'm hearing karen is leaning in to your higher self so you're good in you you're good in you you're confident in what you can do um and you're taking the steps but there's something so much greater than all of us that when we really lean into that and and understanding how like just being connected to like the power that is like seriously the power that is um allowing everything to happen in the way that it happens allowing opportunities to come um as well as that confidence within yourself oh it's game changing yeah, definitely. And I think that's why as well you've been called to still. You've been called to this cold because you've been called to 
whew, a breathing moment. Yeah. I've had to breathe because the, the world turned really quickly last year. My boss left, Karen, you're going to, you know, we're going to give you a slight promotion and this, that and the other. A lot of the stuff I was doing in the background anyway, and he would take it as a forefront. He'd be the there person you showing you all the stuff, but I knew all the information, do you know what I mean? I got yeah. told one time, you know, oh, you need to give me the detail. And I'm thinking, well, I send you the detail every month. But mm. what it is, is that I can tell you, somebody's off sick, I can tell you why, I can tell you how long, I can tell you what we're going to do next. But he couldn't do that. So, yeah. And I think as well as you seeing yourself greater, because you know what we do, we kind of give this information freely. Like, do you understand? Like we we play small by keeping ourselves in these boxes. But actually, when we see ourselves greater, we play a different position. And I think that's the thing. Seeing yourself greater is the difficult bit. There you go. That's what I'm hearing. I can hear it now. I can legit hear it. It's like you're good now. But remember what I was talking about yesterday. Can we actually give ourselves permission to be great? Being good is all right. Being great is going to take yeah. something. Yeah. I was just going to say, funny if I was on a um, running the conference on Monday, and one of the presenters said. Um, when you're doing a presentation, the last 20 seconds of what you say is what people are going to remember. So it came to me just as you were talking when you said you're, 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 you're the last presenter. That's a great place to be. So you're going to finish with a bang. And I'm just thinking, yes, if you have that last 20 seconds, that's what they're, that's what they're going to remember. So that's a brilliant place. So I feel it's going to go really great for you. Remember that last 20 seconds? Karen, and I think as well, because you said it was um, a red stick, I believe, that Tanya had said. And like Tanya, um, you know, when her head's hurting her or whatever, something just said, go back to that stick and, and let Karen, there's, there's really something for you. And the red is Karen, whether you're the only black person, whether you're the only green person, with spot, whether you're the only... I don't know, it's, there's the red stick is saying your security, but your security has to be in your self-consciousness, in your relationship. When everything else is removed, Karen, who are you? Do you understand? Tomorrow that job yeah. went, tomorrow this thing went, and you know, you've been through stuff, Karen, but who are you at your root, at your securest, at your safety, at your base? That's what the red stick is saying, and it's a message. Beauty, Karen, the beauty that is in you, it's not validated by what's outside you. And like yeah. Tanya said, be great, Karen, be great. So again, that's the with that, yeah. I just need to excuse myself off the stage, um, but before I do, thank you, um, Tanya, for calling me up. Um, it's been a great room for me, honestly. I was beating myself up, but I just feel so warm now. And I just want to say thank you to everybody for yeah, just everything yeah, for everything you've said, the advice, it just is all just sitting with me so much lighter now. Um I have been beating myself up, but you know, I'm going walking away from this room today feeling really good. And I oh, picked myself another stick, it feels like stick day. Um was it's an orange stick i can't remember what the orange is 
Um, but firstly, love yourself. Hashtag fly. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, honestly. I'm Do you know what the orange one is? <laughs> Don't you just love sticks? I love sticks. Imagine we've been talking to her about that and that's the stick she picked. But also, your orange is your creativity. Yeah. And I had another stick which I didn't share with you that was picked for you from the Boss Collection. And I didn't feel that. I was like, oh, how come she's got this stick today? But I get it now. It says, I create something out of nothing. Greatness is built through me. Oh, my goodness. It's not outside of you. Me. There you go. Can you send me those, the stick? I can send you that one, yes. The other yes. ones I've put back, but I will send you yeah, a picture of that one. Thank you so much, Anita. Have a great day and be great. I'm going to play this song just to reset the room quickly. And then we're going to continue with you, Sandra. Have a blessed day, everybody. Bye. That isn't the song, but okay, if that wants to play. months ago when we were doing um we've been doing these shake the rooms and I decided my ass has got too fat like literally so I was like right I'm starting to run I'm running every day and I would go and run well it was five days a week and I would run and this one day I was so mad with myself I was so mad I was just so angry that I just couldn't run like I used to I was mad that I had just like put on so much weight and I was just mad I was mad I was mad I was just mad and I was like, this, it just doesn't have to be this hard. It just doesn't have to be this story. Like, what is this? But what we ain't gonna do is we ain't gonna quit. So we gonna run, girl. And I would run and I was pushing the paces. And then this tune came on, which was this essence. You don't need no other body. And you know, this is my jam. This has been my summer jam. I don't care what space I'm in. If I play this song, everything is all good. And as it came on in my head, I was like, oh my God, like Tanya, you legit don't need anybody. Like, that's not me saying I don't need people, of course I do. But what I was saying is, is I need to see myself differently. I need to have a different conversation with myself. Um, Cause I was having a real hard conversation that day and it automatically brought me to a place of like just surrendering and letting go and being present to, I've got this. And I just think for some of us, sometimes that's just what it needs to be. You just need to remind yourself that you've got this and you will do what needs to be done. You're in the perfect place. You can do the run. You can make the changes. You can do the difference. You will smash that presentation. Whatever it is, you've got what you need within you. And I just think that's an important message for us to have. Um, there was a comment to dad and it said, your children mirror you. It is not coincidence. And we most definitely do mirror our father. So yes, 
all of that saluting that you was doing to us as your children and being diamonds. That's all you, boo. That's all you, daddy. So, Miss Sandra, tell us, did this week body you or have you bodied the week? So, it was oh, go ahead. a bit of both. So, in the week, um, I was, I've been had, having sort of like, not issues, but the teenager, the 17-year-old boy, you know, we're both clashing, we've got our same ideas. And sometimes, as the mum, because most of the time I do let him make his own decisions because he's quite capable of that. But then there's some time where mum says, no, you do what mum says and you are going to do it. And like I said, with the book club, he would, you know, I'd forced him to go to the book club. He knows that he's black. Why does he have to? Da, 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 da. And I said, you know, you, you said you were going to do it. So now you need to do it. Just do it this once. And if it doesn't suit you, then, you know, you're allowed to leave it. But then after that, I was actually feeling quite bad. I was feeling guilty as a mum. My skin, like I said, was just itching and, it, you know, I knew something was irritating me and it was like this for two days and I had a headache. So then I remember when you said, headache, if you go and do some cleaning or decluttering, it helps, which is what I did and ended up with like six or seven bags, like bags of decluttering. So, so, you know, you have to let the new in. But Love then that. when we did go to the um, book club and I got some great feedback from it, there's the evidence. Because like we say, when we make a decision and we do something, we still need the evidence to prove whether we was right or wrong. And he said he loved it. He said there was a girl in there that he knew, so it made it a lot easier and he will definitely be continuing with it. So I felt, you know, really good. And so all of this week... I've been putting myself first as well. You know, I never put myself first. In 57 years, everybody else gets something. You know, but like now having the business, my business, is allowing me to do the most, you know, freeing things. I can work if I want to. You know, I can buy something if I want to. Like today, you know, my weekend started last night because I can have a long weekend starting from Thursday to Monday because I'm in that position. And it feels really, really good, you know, to the stage where it's, yeah, I deserve this success. I have put a lot of background and work in, into it. And I'm not going to apologise or feel guilty about being successful anymore. I love that. I love it. So I picked you a stick and I went, oh, when I picked this stick, I picked you two sticks. But the first stick is a blue stick, which is your truth and um, your expression and your throat chakra. And here's what it says. Your health is your greatest wealth. Boom, there it is. There it is. But what's interesting is I picked another stick for you and it was a pick what you need stick. And it said love. And here's what the book says. Perhaps it's the idea that we have built about love that requires a health check. Do you have a healthy perspective of love or does your perspective cause you pain and keep love further away? Remember, we only ever attract and experience what we believe. This stick invites you to revisit the idea of love. What are you doing to fill up your cup? Have you considered that love is a verb, a doing word, an action? What action can you take, do, or offer 
to be filled with love. How does that feel, Sandra? And um, so that feels about right on par because, after, like I said, when um, I was with Kian's dad and I left him six months while I was pregnant um, because he was cheating, I have been single ever since and I've put this barrier up, you know, for the last 18 years. I don't need a man. What do I want him for? He's only going to hurt me. But since coming to Clubhouse and working on myself and realising that I do actually love myself, I, I can see, you know, I, I'm receptive to offers. I can see, you know, someone's looking at me, whereas before I was oblivious to it. I can see that I'm open maybe to that, you know, to go and try and get into a relationship or just meet someone or, you know, the beginning of it and not be scared of it anymore. I know that I, I used to hold my love back and sure Kirsty would think, well, I wasn't, I wasn't holding it back. Kirsty will tell you, she always thought that I was cold-hearted. I didn't care about anyone, but I was actually protecting myself. And by protecting myself, it was damaging her. So now I realise that, you know, I'm open a bit more. You know, I am talking a bit more. Um, not so secretive and thinking, I don't want people to know my business. I think sometimes people need to know my business in order to, it might help someone out there. I love that. And I loved how it was interesting that the stick was saying your health is your greatest wealth. But then the love book was saying, do you have a healthy perspective and that your love might need a health check? So I love that that actually made sense to you and you tied it in. And I just love all the work that you're doing and just how patient you're being with yourself, how obedient you're being to the process and just the results that are coming as a as a as a result of doing it and being in the game, I just would say, I hope you continue to celebrate yourself and seriously fill yourself up with the love that you require. And also, yeah, remove those boundaries. Um, they're not boundaries, actually, the walls, the walls that keep love at a distance because you're a loving person and you deserve to be loved. Thank you. Anyone on the stage got anything to say to Miss Sandra? Great, good. Okay, we're moving on. Cece, tell us, did the weak body you or did you body? Oh, sorry, go on. Sandra. Sandra, thank you. Sandra, you go beyond every day. I get a message either encouraging me, um, thanking me, or sometimes just sharing with me what you're doing, what you're up to, whatever. So, um, you know, I really appreciate having you in this space. I really appreciate when you do share what you give and what we can also learn from you. One of the things that you constantly remind me, you say, remember you're grieving. You say it to me quite a lot. And I look at the message and I go, hmm. So when Tali was just explaining about the love and the healthy check. From that perspective, I was like, mm, when when Tan, when Sandra reminds me to remember I'm grieving, it actually, I say, am I dealing with my grief? It's really interesting. So I just wanted to say thank you for putting that perspective on the table for me. And thank you for constantly reminding me that it's still young 
in terms of me losing my father. And yeah, I just appreciate sometimes the view that you give and the perspective. And there's many, many, there's many, many different sides or different perspectives to things. And that was really interesting as well, because another thing that comes up for me is, you know, people used to always say, oh, Claudius looks so young. Oh, my God, I can't believe he looks like their brother. And I used to actually think, yeah, because he get to live his life and I had to rear them. I had to, I had to be the one, bring them up 24-7, couldn't escape. Many times I said, I'm leaving. I, I used to actually say, I'm leaving. And Tanya had to send me a card once that said, Mum, thank you for not leaving. I used to constantly say, so I'm going to pack my bags and when you come home from school, I'm going to be gone and that's going to be the end. So hearing earlier on when you guys were saying that, you're like your dad, I was like, that's really interesting because they really are very, they're not like me at all, really. And that's really interesting. Love my ass off. <laughs> yeah, right. The flipping lies she tells. Like, they might be like me, but Jesus Christ, they wear your badge of honor. <laughs> Their heart. Period. Yeah. You know, you can't get two kids that are chalk and cheese. You've got one that is um, Tina to the T. You understand? And that's her name, T. You understand? And then the other one is Tina to the C. That's Christina. You understand? <laughs> That's a good one, Dad. I, I would, I, I would dare, I dare you, Gina, to tell everybody what you call, what you really call them in this room this morning. Just let's give everybody a little. Gary, did you come up to add to that part of the conversation? Uh -huh. Hi, Gary. Hi, Gary. Yeah, we can. Okay, sorry, I'm on my way to work, but uh, <coughs> I just uh, wanted to jump in on Tina's point. So, the thing is, yeah, they're very, very much like their dad. This is my opinion, obviously. Very, very much like their dad. But they're also very, very much like you. And I think sometimes you got to marry that up. Did you ever think that you and Claudius are very, very much alike? <laughs> Well, she can't. She can't understand the coin because she calls it a coin. So I'm not sure if she's. Co-creation in the sea dense of Claudine. <laughs> so, 
She calls us her front and back people. If you would like visual pictures, here they are. <laughs> um, I'm just going to meet you, Gary. Thank you. One thing I picked a stick while you were speaking there, Mum. Thank you so much, Sandra. Um, and I pray that you received what Mum said. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I did. You're welcome. Mum, I picked a blue stick. Funny that you came to the stage and lied. And then you got a blue stick. <laughs> and here's what it said. Let your walking be your preaching. Hello, Christina. We can't hear yes. you. No one's ever limping at the moment. Be my preaching. It said, Let your walking be your preaching. And the boss stick said, Queen, your circle should elevate your vibe. Be picky about your tribe. Oh. And guess what? You picked the best one. I'm her ass. <laughs> Mum is, um, we're different. We've both got the opposite half of the parent. So there's the part, the half that I've got of dad, Claudine's got the opposite half. The half that I've got of mum, Claudine's got the opposite half. It's very, it's really cool if you can see it. Um, but that's also why we're chalk and cheese because we've taken half of them and we've put it together in a whole way. And it's the complete opposite of them that we've got in each of us, which is a really cool mix. It's cool. You know what the beautiful thing about it is even in that conversation when Judy said, you've done amazing, babes, but the time, blah, blah, blah. Claudia said, you talk to me. <laughs> when I look at Claudius, I see the greatest potential ever. I see so much potential. And then I see and I hear so much coulda, woulda, shoulda, hoda, hoda. So... What he said earlier in terms of getting bodied and it really making him 
360 G check himself. Um, I can really hear now the similarity um, with me and him because the more greatest potential of me is still outside of me due to my lack of discipline, due to my lack of, I want to say, it's a limited belief that I have. It's not discipline though, what is it? It's not discipline, what is it? I said it's a lack of um, belief that I have Wait, Can you say it again? Sorry, we didn't quite hear you. It's the what? Amazing. So when I can see Claudius and it's always easier to look outside of ourselves. But actually, when you guys just flipped that mirror on me, I was like, Rastafari, you know, in this man is the greatest potential that I've ever seen in a, in a human being. But you're just sitting on it. And then I just saw myself, Lord, have mercy. And that in, in that part of both of you, you'll see your daughter, the other one over there. That part of both of you, that's a whole her. Where the sun don't shine, okay, sis, kiss it. I live there. I live there. Remember, I that's where I live. That's mum's part. I live there. <laughs> Guys. But just to flip the script, right? And um, we talk about her not living in her greatest potential, you know, and I will I will vouch for her. It's because sometimes you, we get stuck in places, you know, and we get stuck in places for various reasons, and that's anybody, any time in life, and whatever else. And it's not until you have that wake up moment that you can move, or time allows you to move, you know. And nothing happens before its time, you know. Everything happens in its time, you know. So where coulda, woulda, shoulda is and exists. There's an, a doing, there's an action that, you know, to counteract that. So that's where I try and live now, in the counteraction to the coulda, woulda, shoulda. And we see it and we're here for it. We're actually here for it because that is true. Nothing happens before it's time, but sometimes we keep missing the train. True, true. I'm on it. Yeah, that's it. I think it's so beautiful as well because like me again, Another similarity that Claudius and I have, we want the best for everybody. So even when um, he gave the description of all of his children, he just sees the best in all of them. And um, I think when I had Julie as my Elevate buddy, what a thing. The way that she just does what she has to do, like after exercise, your legs could be bust off, she still go on her bike, she still go outside and she run. She still got, I was like, wow, wow, what a flipping standard. What a amazing standard. Julie's with Claudine now, and um, <laughs> that makes me laugh because Julie just kind of like cleaned my mirrors and helped me to look at my windows. and. What does it look like when you actually just get on, move beyond your excuses and get the work done? So, yeah, that, that was the other thing. And I know not everybody's the same. And it's not, a, it's not this. When they were beautiful mirrors showed, like the way that I process compared to how Tanya processes, I'm like, wow. You know, like when you see version 3.56 updated Tanya is like that because the time that it might take me to get to that point like the tortoise and the hare 
You know what I mean? I, I'm just going to take my time. So I see myself in Claudius in that way. Sometimes I just take my time. But then I say, Lord have mercy, if I really did what I had to do, move beyond the fear, move beyond the disbelief, move beyond that I'm not good enough. Yeah, there's just the greatest potential there. So, yeah, thank you for showing me this mirror, Sandra. I should have never said nothing to you. <laughs> That's it. It's a beautiful mirror and it's a beautiful reflection. And we love that. Um, you can't blame me. At the end of the day, nothing happens before it's time. It was time. There you go. I love that. I love Fridays. Miss Daniela, are you ready to get bodied? Have you been bodied in the week or has this week bodied you? How you skip over me though, brother? Because it's just on how they appear on my screen. Sorry, girl. Daniela. We can, but it's very faint. Can you hear me now? We got you, girl. Go ahead. Hi. Has my body the week and has the week bodied me? <clears throat> I think it's a split of the two. Um, I think I started off the week strong, going in, going hard, and just doing everything I needed to do. And then my body turned around to me and said, no, I'm bodying you. Um, you need to just chill the flip out and listen to me for a second. Um, and that's what I'm doing. That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm taking the time out to listen to myself to listen to my body and just yeah um like i said this morning on 5 a.m um i'm really good at being busy i'm really good at being busy yeah um and i think with work and everything that's what i've allowed the second half of the week to become um and yeah it's time for me to not only rest my physical body, but to rest my mental, spiritual body as well, and just take some time out to listen to everything that I have been blocking. Boom. Love that. No, I love that because I love sticks, girl. I picked mm. a stick while you were talking, girl. Go on. And what did you just say? I've got to take time out to do what? To listen to what I've been blocking. Do you like me to tell you how the universe is about to assist you? <laughs> it's good. It's a good way. It says, it's a boss stick, by the way. It says, angels are assigned to you. Allow them to come through. It's so funny because I was saying the other day how, oh, I should stop being shocked at how everything happens and how everything just comes to you. And I'm still shocked. Honestly, I still sit here surprised at how everything, yeah, anyway. And I know what's so beautiful is the allowing. You've been doing a lot of allowing this week. And when you allow, you have everything that you need. You have all of the support because this is what I mean, busy, this distraction. And by the way, guys, everybody listening to this room, I hope you're hearing this thread. 
that's happening this week, this thread of being busy, this thread of your body saying, hold on a minute, chill. Like that's how divinely supported we are. And if we don't pay attention, we're missing it. That's why if you ever exercise with me, I say we don't get sick around here because it's not sickness. We're not just accepting that it's sickness. What we're doing is saying, hold on a minute, what is my body communicating with me? And this is happening for a lot of you guys. But I also picked another stick and it was orange, by the way. And orange, again, is our creativity, our, our, our sacral chakra. And it's so interesting because these are the original sticks. They're made by paper sticks, but they've got paper on. And on top of the stick, there was a piece of paper stuck on it. And I was like, hmm. And it says, happiness is not a destination. It's not a destination, Daniela. It's a way of life. But the actual stick itself says... The only person you're destined to become is the person you decide to be. Oh, oh God, my throat, my neck literally just sticked up. I literally, oh, that was weird. <sighs> I love to hear it. Anybody got I in the room? Go on, Daniela. I was going to say, I don't even have anything to say because it's just all said it for me. And you know exactly what I'm going through at the moment and, like, the journey that I'm on at the moment, so... Yep. It, yeah. Many of us do this busy thing, this doing thing, with the hopes and dreams that we reach this destination and when we get there, we're going to be happy. You understand? And wait, it's all going to fall into place and it's all going to be figured out and it's a lie, it's a lie, it's a lie. The journey is an everyday thing. Oh my gosh, do you know, why does this still blow my mind? Literally something I was watching yesterday, oh my gosh, said exactly the same bloody thing. It literally just said, stop worrying about the final destination, just think about the journey. Not even think about the journey, enjoy the journey. There you go. The and it's because... Thinking. Yep. And when it's from God, by the way, it comes with confirmation. That's why you keep hearing the same things. Anybody on the stage got anything to offer to Daniela? No? We're good. Go on, Claudine. You know, I'm wondering why she's not popping in and out. She's probably at yeah, the school exactly. game. <laughs> I got nothing to say. I got nothing to say. Well, guess what, girl? <laughs> It's your time to be bodied or did the week body you? Because we know that you've been bodying the space this week. So what's been happening for you? I have bodied the week. I have bodied the space. I have bodied everything and anything I've come into contact with, period. But you did ignore your intuition, though. I did ignore my intuition. Why you got going there, though, brother? Did anyone tell you to address me? Hello? I did ignore my intuition, but... I'm just having my sister's back. In ignoring my intuition, it was a moment of allowing myself to be bodied and realizing that that's something I won't do again. So in my check-in this morning, I said, if my gut stirs, I'm gonna act. If my voice cracks, I'm gonna speak. So I appreciate the body. Oh, that was bomb, say that again. If my gut stirs, I'm gonna act. And if my voice cracks, I'm gonna speak. Mark my words. So when y'all see them, 
moments coming out of Claudine, understand I'm going to talk it out. I'm going to talk it out. I will no longer swallow my words because it was the voice that spoke to me was very clear. Make that call, Claudine. Claudine's ego, Claudine's pride, everything said, mm -mm, no, I'm not doing it. And then when I didn't, when I woke up to the message to say, this person's in trouble, I kicked myself. I was like, no, like, you know better. So therefore, guess what? I'm going to do better. I know better. I'm going to do better. Oh my God, I'm howling. So I'm going to just tell you guys on it. Um, I created Sticks many years ago, 2015. And then you probably heard the story of where there's been one or two people along my journey who I've gone into business with and then tried to rob the idea and yada, yada, yada. And as a result of one of those people I worked with, together we created a pack of sticks. And when the relationship... <laughs> when the relationship broke down... I found all of the sticks and they were good sticks, but I was just in my feelings and I dashed all of them in the bin. I don't want nothing to do with them. I didn't want to use them. I don't like them. Ah, I hated them my, in my feelings. I'm in my feelings, guys. So I don't have any of those sticks, apparently. <laughs> However, I went to pick a stick for Claudine from the pack and guess what's come out? One of those sticks. <laughs> But why it's amazing is these are the only sticks that were double-sided. So on one side, there was something you need to heal. And on the other side, it was what you're working on. Guess what, see? It's a green stick, which is your heart chakra. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go ahead. Tell me. It says, I heal all judgment. And I transmit laughter. I'm sorry, but that is hilarious. Oh, we, can, we can all laugh now. We can all laugh now. <laughs> And because she's my sister, she hates them sticks too, because we were in our feelings. So we don't use them sticks. But when people pick those sticks, and I see why they pick them, their healing sticks is so beautiful. And I believe that in this month of influence, you've been doing a lot of healing. Um, hence why now you're going to be doing that room where you and dad are going to be the first ones, which is going to be beautiful. And you sharing this part of your book, this part of your truth, whatever your idea is, um, it's really going to be amazing because it's going to be a part of your healing journey. And so I just see that as a reminder that you are being healed and you are moving past judgment. Um, Claudine being my sister, my only older sibling, she spent some time in judgment, whether that is of herself. A hell of a lot of time in there. Yes, whether that's herself, whether that's life, whether that's circumstances. And the thing about judgment is it just robs us of living. Although it feels valid at the time, it just robs us of living. And when you really come back into your heart self, your true self, your loving self, you don't live in judgment. And why it's beautiful is my quote that I've been held to for the last week is about doing the heart work. It's the green stick, which is my heart chakra. Um, and I can laugh about it because I genuinely know I am doing the work. I have put in the work and even in not listening to my intuition, again, it was hard work that I needed to do. So I love when that. I didn't listen and the, then the message came back to say this person's in trouble, I had to put myself to bed. Dixie came in yesterday, she said, you weren't sounding too good on the phone. I said, sis, I just need to sleep. And Tanya was speaking earlier about 
that the sleep, the resistance, the way that will shut down um, to, to not address things. And this morning I woke up and it was like, it's not a replace it. It's not a sleep it off. It's not a shut it down. It's actually a face it, which is why I was like, no, if my gut stirs, I'm going to act. If my voice cracks, I'm going to speak. I'm going to do what needs to be done because I don't want to be back in that place again. I don't want to live in judgment and not judgment of anybody else because when I was in judgment, it was of my damn self. It I was love that. My life should have looked like and where I should have been and how I should have been there and this. It, it was a, it was judgment of Claudine. It was not judgment of anybody else. And now I can, ha, I can laugh at the person I was. I can laugh at the way that I thought. I can laugh at the way that I acted because of those thoughts. I can laugh about those things. Yes, and I invite people to laugh. If y'all know me, I laugh. If I coach you, I laugh. I just have to laugh because laughing heals things. Sometimes we want to sit there with our faces, like, with our things in our head. And I'm like, bro, just laugh. Like, just laugh about it. It's cool. And it's funny because I picked another stick because I thought, okay, let me pick another stick for her then. Let me just give you a joke so we can all laugh. I've got home and I've thought to myself, why were people staring at me while I'm walking down the road? I've only been walking down the road with my flies under. <laughs> well, there you go, healing all judgment. Yes, mum? I'm actually a comedian. You guys don't, don't know that I'm a comedian. I am hilarious. Oh my God. That she's hilarious and she's a comedian and we didn't know. So I'm really gr- glad that on the other side of, of that judgment, there is the comedian, there is the laughter, there is the person that takes less seriously. So, you know, this week it's been great to have that version of you around. It was like, wow, this version is so refreshing. So come true. And the other thing that I would say is for anybody that is going to be having a baby, a grandchild or anything, think wisely um, before you give a child a name. Um, We thought that we were just putting Claudius and Tina's name together. So she could have been Claudina, but then afterwards we came up with Claudine. And we had no awareness. We thought it was just a made up thing. We had no awareness that Claudine actually means lame. So when you give a child a name that means lame, yeah, we're going to see some things. So, you know, when I go to scripture, it says that when Christ or when that light, when that thing has touched your life, he would make the lame walk. So when I see Claudine running, you know, I'm just so grateful to see what is possible. So this lame one, I'm so grateful to see this version of you you're so welcome and guess what someone knocked my door the other day to drop off a parcel it was this it was this black delivery driver and he said where are you from and i said why with my defensive self because now i want to know why you're in my business i said why he said because your name all right mama he said your name is french i said oh my mum just liked it i started laughing it was so funny um I've really not been wanting to accept this diagnosis of your name meaning lame. And every time mum says it, I don't accept it. So while she was talking, I went to Google and guess what it says? Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely is a version of Claudius. It actually says that it means lame. <laughs> yes, it does. I've researched it. <laughs> it's 
a great name. But here's your other stick. It says, I am slaying life by simply being unapologetically me. And that's on God, on period, on everything. I agree. Anyone have anything to offer to Claudine from the room? Nope. We're all good. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, we have, I think, someone coming up to offer you something. Let's just check. Um, I just want to say that you're still a genius. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you, Matt. She's just got to remind you. That's beautiful. Miss Julie, have you bodied the week? Oh, that was perfect timing. She just got a call as I called her name. Yari, are you able to speak? Have you bodied the week or has the week bodied you? You might be at work. Miss Julie? Hello, sorry. That's okay. Uh, your call comes through just as I was there. Literally, I said it and then I saw that you had a call. Yeah, the call came through. Um, sorry, right, yeah, I'm here now. I'm actually at my desk as well. Um, good morning, everyone. Grand rising. Has the week bodied me or have I bodied the week? I think the week has bodied me. Oh, tell us. It has bodied me. Um, from the weekend, full on weekend, um, I've been so, so tired, past tired actually. I literally had, I've done something that I never, ever, ever do. And I've had a nap. This week, I've had two naps, which I never do. And the first one I had, I thought, right, I'm going to go and lie down in my lunch break. I'm so tired. I went to lay down. Did I hear the alarm? I jumped up, thought, oh, what time is it? I've been sleeping for about three hours. I thought, oh, no. <laughs> but I needed it. I really, really did need it. So um, that's what I did. And this week has been enlightening in as much as, again, my cloaks. I thought I'd actually dropped one of them, but I hadn't. I just slung it over my shoulder. Mm. Why I was still carrying it, I don't know. But it, at least I know what I was carrying now. And that was patience and patience with with myself. I have certain, not so much even goals, but if I have something to do, like if I come out of the room, like you say, and there's something, I think, oh, I need to do that. I'll go ahead and I'll do it. So I don't particularly like putting things off. Again, is it the control in me? I don't know. So I thought, right, I'm going to do my circle, my relationship circle, my faith circle. I thought, I'll do that beginning of the week. And I'll work on it. Well, come Wednesday, I didn't even touch it. I'd been down a few notes and put a few names down, but I hadn't really done it. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm beating myself up and saying, why haven't you done it? All right, you've got to dig deep. You don't want to dig deep, but you're going to dig deep. You are going to do this. Why are you putting it off? And um, I just realised that I'm not very patient with myself. I can be patient with everybody else. Do for everybody else. But when it comes to doing for me... I have no patience. I just want it done. I want to do it. I want to do it now. Mm. And that was um, a revelation for me in as much as it didn't feel good. I felt really, really bad about beating myself up, about not having patience with myself. Um, so that's something that I'm I'm now working on. Again, go, having to go deep. And going deep is really, really, I find it, I find it draining. Mm. I find it uncomfortable um i'm not scared though that's the one thing i don't think i'm I'm, i know i'm not scared but i just do find it very draining and very very uncomfortable and um 
And the other thing was loving on myself. That was the other thing that's come up again and slapped me this week. Because I just don't do it. The amount of times in our discipline diary that we, we, we use in Elevate that I put down little treats if I've achieved a certain standard and, and been disciplined and obedient for the weekend, I just don't do them. And I thought, why aren't you doing them? They're for you. Why aren't you doing them? And again, I just sit with myself and think, why are you not doing them? Time is not an excuse. Because I can make time to do other things. I, I can make time to be obedient. I can get up at 5 a.m. now. That's something I said I could never do. I can do that now willingly lovingly do it enjoy it i love that is it because i don't deserve the treats and again i have to sit and dig so so deep so uncomfortable and i still haven't found the answer to that one but i'm still digging and to be honest it normally is and that's why i think it was maybe this week i'm sure it was this week i actually asked that in elevate like what are we all doing to treat ourselves because it's one thing to be disciplined but what i don't hear anybody talking about what we do as a result of the discipline and again it comes it boils down to that everybody else deserves that and we don't everybody else deserves that kind of you know when your children are good from young they're good we give them toys we give them a sweetie we say well done you know we've been good we've been obedient we've been doing the work why don't we go to the spa for a day why don't we do nothing for a day as a treat when we've been working so hard why don't we do nothing as a treat like honestly and so it's really amazing that you found that within yourself because it's it's you're you're a get up and go. You you will do what needs to be done, no excuses. There's that whole book about getting things done. And if you can do a task in less than five minutes, they say do it instantly. Many people don't practice that, hence why the dishes stack up in the sink. I go crazy about that. Hence why you're walking over things because you go, Oh, I'll come back to that. But if it can be done, just do it. And with a... yeah. But this week, Tal, I did actually, yesterday, I just decided, you know what, I'm going to go and treat myself. So I went and had a mani-pedi. Love that. The first one I've had in years now, obviously with COVID and everything, but first, and it felt so, so good. Yeah. And it's so necessary because you're doing the work. Make sure you treat yourself. It is a part of the journey too. And remember this thing as well, guys, we're teaching people how to treat us. So then when we have a conversation later on, that feels like, well, it might be your children don't celebrate you. It might be um, work doesn't celebrate you. It might be family don't celebrate you. Uh, hello, how have you been treating yourself? Where have you been celebrating yourself and treating yourself? We don't often do that. So I love that. And I love that the week has bodied you in a good way. Again, you keep coming to this place. It's like, I'll oh, come and sit down, my child. Let, let's talk. Let's, let's have an intimate moment. And I also love that. I always say to people, a journey of self-love is one of the most beautiful journeys, but it's so inconvenient sometimes. It's so uncomfortable. And it really is. It's deep. It's intimate. There's a lot of us. And so we've got to tap into that a lot, a lot more. I picked a stick. And interestingly enough, again, because these are paper sticks, the first stick I picked out, it was purple, but it was blank. And I was like, oh, she's just up there in that purple energy, up there in that third eye energy, chilling out, hanging out. I love to see it. Again, I shut my eyes, hovered over the pack. And of course, another purple stick came out. And it literally says, you are powerful beyond measure. How does it feel? 
belief, isn't it? Belief. Mm -hmm. I I know I'm powerful. I just have to em embrace it. It's it's funny. All of these things that I realise about myself, it's like I can feel them. I can touch them. But I'm reaching, but I'm not grabbing. If that makes sense. Mm. I'm not. I'm just not not grabbing. And the other thing I was going to say as well is this morning I got up and I got up at one o two, and in my head there was meet us in the raw, meet us in the raw. I thought, what, what? Meet us in the raw. Mm. And that literally has just been playing in my head from literally one o'clock this morning until now. And I, I don't know what it means. Um, I feel it like it's saying, come naked, come as you are. Mm. And I'll tell you what, before, I love what you just said. I literally love what you just said, because when you were talking the first time, I picked another stick, a boss collection. Here's what it says, Julie. <laughs> It says, heavy on the blessing is mine. It will only take a matter of time. And you know what that feels like? You see, when you're talking about that grabbing, you can sense it, you can smell it, you're tiptoeing, you haven't jumped into it yet. Can I just say why energy is super duper funny? That's my stick for today. Oh, wow. My stick was saying, me and Julie have got our accountability call after this. And I'm laughing because I'm like, mm, interesting. And sometimes that's all it is. We're there. We're there. It's already ours. It's already given. The change is already happening. But it's just about the timing that you're going to see it in. The timing that you're going to receive it in. The timing that you're going to fully step into it in. And sometimes all we have to do is just accept that we're there. Yeah, that word that you said to me, well, I think you put it in my chicken, surrender. It literally just jumped out and went slap, slap, slap. I thought, oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't read anything else that you put down. Literally that one word just went slap, slap, slap. I thought, okay, okay. Because as well, you, you're, you, because you have got that up and go, that up and do. That's a ticking. That's a, that's a like, I've got to do this. I've got to do that. That's a ticking. But when that stops ticking and you just let go, it's different. Okay. Has any like a feeling in their ears like they're underwater? Nobody's got anything going on with their ears in the. Sorry, say that again. Has anybody got a feeling like their ears? You like you know when you go through a tunnel or you're underwater? No, what I did hear was. I thought I heard Tanya speed up. Like, 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 I thought, hold on, but I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's the head energy's back, though. It's, 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 I feel like, Julie, you're being called to, to come higher, 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 higher. And there's a little fight going on in your head of how it should look, what it could look like, what it's possibly been, da, da, da. and all of that is what you've been asked to let go of. And then, do you know what's on the back of my head's hurting me? You see? Just, just the back, around by my neck. Yeah, it's all in your head. And it's just like, you've got to let it go. Mm. Okay. So somebody's just messaged me and said they've got a... Um, 
feeling in their right ear. <laughs> so they're in the room and, and they've got a feeling in their right ear. So, yeah. So, Julie. Yeah, sorry, yes. You know, um, times when you, since Elevate, um, in this new season, when you've, when you've been confident, I'm, I'm struggling to get the words out, um, when you've had the courage to speak your truth, how has it been? Uncomfortable. Okay. Why? Um... It's been uncomfortable because because I'm I'm seeing well because I'm realizing and seeing things in me that I I didn't know even existed. Um, I I then have to I'm, because I'm feeling. I think I think it's because I'm literally I'm feeling feeling so much I haven't been in a space of feeling for majority of my life so in in the feelings they're just so deep they sometimes they they overwhelm me and they're my feelings do you understand so just really this makes me feel really uncomfortable I don't really un understand them either that's another thing okay so in the uncomfortableness, comfortable. Nothing grows in a comfortable place. Mm. So you have to grow. And in the uncomfortable, I, I would imagine that when that caterpillar is in that cocoon, I don't know if he feel uncomfortable. Mm. I sure as hell know that he probably don't recognise himself or know what's on the other side of it. Mm. When he comes out, he's no longer crawling. He has wings. So sometimes I just feel that that control, so that ticking your list, getting things done, looking good, does it make you feel good? No, when you say makes me make me feel good, um, yes, it doesn't. I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad. So I've, I've been again concentrating on does it feel good? Does it feel bad? No in between. No trying to figure out how do you feel uh, I don't feel bad okay because it just when you spoke earlier you said you're wondering if it's control mm. you know like when you went through that part of first coming in and, and there was no control there was like yes if Julie's gonna cry Julie's gonna and you've gone back to a controlled perspective and maybe that's because you feel more comfortable there yes yeah, do you know what I did say? I've written in my journal already about default, my default mode, my head. Yeah. As, a, as opposed to my heart. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, so you know where you are. And like probably saying, purple stick, you're by yourself. The, the part of you that knows like it knows like it knows is directing and guiding you. And there's kind of just a little bit of resistance to stay a particular way. Mm. And that's only because you don't recognise yourself. Sometimes, because we don't know ourselves in this way, we need to go back to our default mode, how we know ourselves. And, yeah, it's just, for me, you're just moving it out. And you've got it. 
Yes, Nadia. Julie, you've been placed very beautifully with an amazing accountability partner who um, does a lot of work on healing the inner child. And since you started speaking, I don't know what it was, but let it go, let it go. <laughs> it started playing over and over in my head and I was giggling. Then actually, the more that you started to speak, I then started to sing into the unknown. And anybody that's watched Frozen or Frozen 2 will understand the process. Elsa had to travel. She yeah. had to take a journey that she couldn't take anyone else with mm. to the point that she had to trick her sister into leaving her behind because she knew her sister would have followed her to the end of the world. She had to leave her sister behind to go on a journey into the unknown. And in order to go on that journey, she had to let go of everything about herself. That's where you are right now. Sorry, Julie, you don't have number six, do you? No, no, I haven't got those ones. So, Tanya, if you're calling your number sticks, could you pick a number stick for Julie, please? That's great. There's so much that numbers tell us as well. And sometimes the number might be able to speak past your thinking. It's number one. <laughs> Number one is that the unity, creation, and here's the big one, Julie, confidence. <laughs> I've read, confidence and creativity is the expression of God coming through you. For most people, number one represents the beginning. It acts as the start, hence the feeling and resonance to creation. However, for me personally, I do not connect to it in this way and actually barely find this number coming up by itself in my life. I personally believe that God created us out of nothing. Therefore, I see zero as the beginning and one as unity, the coming together to create. How does the number one feel for you? What does it feel like it means and represents in your world? There are many different meanings and expressions of the numbers throughout history, religion, culture, and numerology. Yet if you look at them all, I believe you can see a pattern and a root. I feel where the confidence comes from, as I see it as God creating us all in his likeness and image. The forming of that creation allowed the God force energy to experience its confidence in one's self. I also see the unity in the same dynamic, spirit and mind coming together to form body, bingo. There you have it, the understanding of creation in the beginning to form one. What I think is interesting about this part of the conversation is my head has really started to hurt me as you speak, Julie. And it just reminds me of how easy it is to take the leap to step out on faith. And in faith, you don't really need, um, you're, not, you're not really seeing what supports you, you're just believing. And it's that believing that allows you to feel. It's that believing that allows things to resonate. It's that believing that allows things to shift. But after a while, it can get real uncomfortable out there because it's like you're in an ocean, in the middle of the ocean and you're alone, nobody's there. 
And then humanly, this is why I did that room, facts and not feelings. Humanly, logically, you might start to think, oh my God, there's sharks. Oh my God, nobody's going to save me. Oh my God, what if I drown? And this is your subconscious thoughts coming up. Because essentially you was in the middle of the ocean and you were cool. And this is where many of us go back to default. And this is why I always speak about where's your anchor? What's anchoring you? And sometimes when our anchor has been chucked too shallow, that's where we'll default to. When we chuck our anchor in front of us and it's chucked into the deep, we're actually safe, but we're safe by something that we don't know. We're secure by something that we don't know. The mind has a way of looking to know things. And in that knowingness, sometimes that can take us out of the vortex. But what's interesting is your sticks are purple. They're showing you that you're in a high place. Your higher self is communicating with you. But the conflict is you're not fully understanding because these feelings, these emotions, these are things that you've isolated for so long. And all the chambers are opening up and all the keys have been unlocked. And it's also funny that Claudine spoke about the inner child, because as you and mum were having this dialogue, I was like, ah, sticks, help me, please. What is this? And of course, a red stick came up and it was the children's sticks. Again, it's in this pack. It's in this pack. I didn't put it in there, it's in here. And it simply says, I am enough. Period. Okay. I am enough. duality so you're coming into the oneness but you've got the duality and the duality is actually accepting two very different things of the same thing yeah it's amazing yeah Five is to believe. It's the belief. It's the belief. It's the belief. It's the belief. Lots of magic happening for you, Julie. Enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> that does explain a lot, actually. It really does. It does explain a lot for me because, um, like I said, I've just been having to go so deep. I'm, I'm 
it, it, they, my feelings have been overwhelming me, literally to the point where I can't even speak sometimes. <laughs> Just feel. And honestly, that's what we're asked to do. We are. A lot of that has been taken away. And like what the point that Dad brought up earlier is it's about reconnecting. And many of us have been disconnected from our real self for so long. And now we're figuring out who this is. I was having this conversation with people yesterday. It's like, ooh, all of this goes on in me? What? Who is this? It feels foreign. But it's who you really are. It's just what you've forgotten. But I believe that stick as well was for the whole room. I am enough. I'm about to wrap it up. Miss Gary, Miss Gary, you know, Miss Gary and Mr. Dixie, Mr. Gary and Miss Dixie, are any of you available to speak to tell us if you bodied your week or if the week bodied you? Because I know you. Yeah. Sorry, I pressed the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually. That person's going to get Gary the sack because it's now minutes to 10 and we're still in here. Oh my God. <laughs> But this week has been another great week for me. Um, and I really am going for a seasonal change, but I'm embracing it because, as you all know, I don't really like change. But I'm really embracing the season that I'm going for a change. Um, and today I, I had a realisation as we're coming to the, to the end of Influence that... I needed to be in this space of influence and then be able to go back because I've now realised that my influence has affected my relationships. My influence affected my power. My influences affected my purpose. And now for me, influence has been the eye-opening month for me, the month where my feet finally landed and touched the ground. And so because of all of that, I can now go back and see where my relationships and why the influence has affected my relationships. I can go back and see what influenced me for me to lose my power or gain my power. I can use my influences to go back and see, ah, this is where my purpose was, or this is where I put it down, or this is where I lost it. So the month of influence for me is where my feet have touched the ground. And that's the best way I can describe it. So I feel really good. I feel blessed. I'm, I'm just, I'm still on a high. And yeah, I've just had a great week. I had a moment in work where somebody called a meeting to try and make me look like a fool. And in the end, they looked like the fool. But yeah, that was really fun. That was been the highlight of my week. So I'm just praying that now I my feet have landed, I just keep walking in that race and just keep running. Bloody love that. Love that, love that, love that, love that, love that. And it's interesting because as you as soon as you're talking, I picked a stick. Y'all ready? I love stick. It was blue. Throat chakra, truth, expression. Here's what it says, Dixie. The past is for reference, not residence. Hey, man, God, it's so good. He's so good. I just feel like that's where you've been. That's where you've been. For a bloody long time. But I feel like you finally got that. You recognize that it's just about looking back to see where you've come from. It's not staying there. It's actually moving past it. Ah, I love sticks. And now I, I, did, and I even put it in my check and say, but where I've looked quite over the, the months that we've done, you know, we've done relationships, we've done power, we've done um, purpose and now we're in influence. I'm like, sheesh, I've come a really long way. 
Love like, that. I have come a really long way. Like, if I look at myself about two months ago to where I am now, I'm a completely different person. But even further than that, if I look from where I was when we started Level Up or Mindset, I'm, it's like I've done a 360. Oh. I actually can look at myself in the mirror now and just smile and laugh and just... I can laugh at myself and not be laughing at myself out of discomfort. I'm laughing at myself because I'm just like... Love this. And Be ready, be prepared, and be open. And remember, guys. 
that was the room that was the stick you picked for the room again. That was the stick that I just picked for the room again. Literally. So just be ready because something is coming for us all. If it's not already here, it's just a matter of time. Be great. Have an incredible weekend. Remember, we'll be doing something new. Claudine will be back on Sunday. She will confirm the time. Again, you are more than welcome to come to the masterclass. And I know that you guys have messaged me and inquired about it. And I'm getting back to you today. Um, but that is on Sunday evening. And again, open to anybody. If it's your first masterclass, it's free please do join us because we wrap up everything and you'll get to her the tips and tricks that I've used and will continue to use to chop up and understand life. It's a good day to have a good day. Don't let the weather fool you. Make sure that you love on yourself on this weekend and remember that each and every single one of you are enough, always have been and always will be.